at work, what's worse? When someone at the urinal next to you wants to talk to you, or when you're in the stall and someone makes eye contact through the gap. Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Being late is not one of my pet peeves because I'm late for everything. So, yeah, it really is one of mine. Really, I, I forgot about. It. I didn't. I didn't really think about it when I was making the list. But as soon as you said Ryan's running late, I was like, God damn, that is one of my pet peeves. Because I am always on time. Although yeah. it's almost like a minute late here, but that for me, that's a big thing. Like, I think I told you, like I actually showed up my and my roommate in college. He was also very early for everything, and we once showed up for a party a week early. <laughs> that's pretty early. Yeah, it was like a brunch party too. So we showed up at the. These, this house with these, like, this apartment with these three women that we knew. And we show up there, like, on a Sunday morning. And they're, like, in their robes and curlers. But they were like, hey, come on so in. So you just had the wrong date? Yeah. So we were just sitting there talking to them for a while. And, they're, and we, like, hey, we brought donuts. And they're like, are you here for the brunch? <laughs> it's nice to be early, but you got to, like, I mean, tops 15 minutes early. Yeah, you don't want to do anything more than that. It's kind of rude. Yeah. Do you ever go somewhere and then, like, sit in your car because you're too early? Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. I do that if I have a date. Like, I will purposely, if I'm going somewhere, if I had to pick them up and I've never yeah. been there before, I will go there early, make yeah. sure I know how to get there, and I'll just drive around until the appropriate time. All right. So just for the record, I'm peeved at Ryan Shea for being late. Yeah. Not Ryan not Staples. Ryan Staples. He was fairly punctual from what okay. I remember. So. Yeah. Ryan Staples, he's a punctual yeah. guy. Yeah. All right, so Ryan Shea is maybe not coming. Oh, he's. Let's answer this on speakerphone. <laughs> hey, what's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? Uh, good. I'm wicked sorry. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I just started recording with Scott, figuring like, oh, Ryan will just hop in when he gets here. I literally just got. Oh my god. Uh, people just. <laughs> Did you just get in an accident? No, uh, but like people are like taking. So there's like two lanes. Yeah. And like they're on my side, but people are just driving into me. Like like I stopped and they like beat me. Like what are you doing? I just had to point at the ground and they could see that they're on the wrong side of the road. Well, that would really peeve me. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like yeah, I literally like just got out like right now. Ah shit. Yeah. Uh, all right. like, they were like, wow, that went way longer than we thought it would. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll text you. Maybe we can do it like next week. Um, yeah, let me know. Cool. Cool. All right, man. Uh, so- sorry again. No problem. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later, dude. Okay. So when people cancel plans... Yeah. Not a pet peeve of mine. No? When we cancel last minute? Yeah. I mean, stuff happens. Yeah, it depends what it is, though. <laughs> okay. So let's go through our personal pet personal peeve list peeves. here. Ah. So this week's episode is about pet peeves. Um, we already recorded the debate portion of it, but I'm here with my friend Scott Otto. Yes. Um, Thanks for having me on the show, Sean. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. So I asked you to write down like five 
things that yeah. get on your nerves? Number one is being limited to five things. Okay. <laughs> no, my, How uh, often do you run into that day to day? What? Go being limited. Being limited to five things. I don't know. I do have like a boss who like he's big on summaries and so I'm like it's got to be less words. Do you work for BuzzFeed? They're no. like we need a list yeah, of ten five things. Yeah, by the end of the day. No. So uh, my first one that I'll, that I'll talk about, uh, which I don't think a lot of people have. Every time I mention it, people think I'm crazy. But to me, one of my big pet peeves is people backing into parking spaces. Why does that bother you? Because it's stupid. It like makes no sense. It doesn't save you any time. You either have to back in or you have to back out. And they're not one's not much easier than the other. In fact, I think backing in is actually harder than backing out. I mean, I, I, I'll give you, the there's only, not much upside to backing in. No, and the, the only time you should back in is like if you're, gonna, if you're robbing a bank. Like you need that car facing out. Right. Leave the car running. And leave it running too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not even park. That's probably the, right. the wise thing. And have somebody in the car ready yeah. to drive away. Yeah. But you don't want to draw attention to yourself, so maybe you back into a spot. But also, if you're like grocery shopping or something, like yeah. you want to pull in so that your trunk is out where you can You'd pull get in, all you the stuff back from in. your... Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Pulling. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm saying. But back what about pulling through a spot? That's fine. Okay. That's fine. You just don't want people to back but in. But back in, and... they take forever. These people take forever. Yeah. To, all the, pe- okay. the people back in... Don't know how to back in, and they take forever to back in. Okay, this isn't an issue that just I've ever get out of my way, pull into the spot. Yeah, I'm not worried about this one. I don't think many people are. This is why it's a pet peeve. <laughs> it's not getting enough That's attention. That's true. A lot of people, like I, I asked on my Facebook wall this week, like what, um, what people, what's their biggest yeah. pet peeve and stuff, and like. You know, some of them are things like that where it is. It's a thing right. that's for you. Yeah. It bothers you a lot. If it bothers everybody, it's not a pet. Right. It's a, it's some people a, posted yeah. things that are just illegal. <laughs> you know, they're just like, I don't like it when somebody like goes 100 miles per hour past me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah there's a reason there's law against that. Yeah, exactly. I don't like when people hold me up at gunpoint. It's like, yeah, yeah nobody see, does. That's why it's not a pet peeve. Okay. I got one. Yep. People that ride on my bumper when I'm on the highway. And you are guilty. (laughs) Not that you do it to me personally, but Mm. when you drive, I've driven with you and you... (laughs) You like to get right up on that person. I feel like I don't, but I have had this happen so many times that I obviously do. Like I've had What, that somebody has told you that you do? No, like even like driving, not so much on the highway, but even on back slower roads. Yeah. Like I've had things where like people pull over. (laughs) <laughs> oh and they like no, let you pass yeah they let me pass and it's like was i really really go <laughs> yeah I, was i that far that far up their butts that they needed to let me pass well you've told me before when we were driving that you're watching like brake lights of cars like three or four cars ahead yes that's how well that's just in general that's not because i'm tailgating i think it's just a general safety measure is if you <laughs> no, it's because you don't you don't have to do that if you're not tailgating somebody scott that's the thing you can just watch the taillights of the person in front of you you should always watch the taillight like two or three cars ahead of you. Oh, God. So if there's, there's any kind of sudden stop, you don't get caught off. Sure. Of I mean, we should all be somewhat aware of that. Yeah. But for most of us, it isn't quite the issue that it is for you. All right. I might tailgate a little bit. Okay. So what? It's, <laughs> hey, it's fine. You're usually not behind me. But uh, but it's for sure a lot of people. Sure. I can, uh, I can understand that. Don't love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Give me your number two pet peeve. Right, I'm going to switch around because my number two is, is fairly common. So this third one, which hopefully there are more people who share this pet peeve with me, but the whole Yankees suck thing has what, always oh, been a pet right. peeve of mine. Yeah. Chanting Yankees suck. Sure. Like even as a kid, when it, I don't know when it exactly started, but it was, started, it was there when I was a kid in mm-hmm. the seventies 
And I was like, what's, I don't understand that. The Yankees are winning everything <laughs> and we never win and we're yelling they suck, which is so stupid because obviously they don't suck. Yeah, they're very good. <laughs> yeah. They so, were very good. Right. So it's like, why do we, and now, and then now the Sox well, are finally. They suck as people. They're bad people, Scott. No, I, I, well, I think there was a subtext there that New Yorkers suck, sure. which would be fine. That would be a different chant, but it just, it just made no, it just sounded stupid. So you don't like, and the it Yankees still suck. sounds stupid, but even, it galvanizes even, us as a city. No, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Like okay. when the Patriots won the Super Bowl and they had the parade and people started chanting Yankees suck. Oh it's God, like, I agree with that. It's That's... like it's not even baseball. Yeah. And your team just won. You just like, won. Your team, all yeah. your teams are winning. Right. And then the Red Sox won. I thought that's finally it. With yeah. The Yankees suck. And we're still doing Yankees suck. Yeah. Get past it. Yeah. I agree. Oh, you know what drives me insane is people that are spatially unaware in grocery stores. You know, like you put your cart right in front of the soup that you're about to buy. And then yep. you stand next to the cart and stare at something else. And they're taking up the whole oh, taking up the whole aisle. Aisle, yeah. and you walk up to them, right? You're inches away, and they still don't. And move. they don't yeah. see you. Yeah, you, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. I use <clears throat> I use a basket. I don't even use yeah. a cart in the grocery store. I use a basket because I can't stand trying to maneuver around a grocery store. And I go in the middle of the day when nobody's there. Well, what happens if you need more than a basket? Where like you... I'll go to the grocery store five times in a week. I don't care. I'm not <laughs> using the goddamn cart. I'm not trying to maneuver through a grocery store in a cart. So, uh, yeah, I'll just carry yeah. a basket. It can be. I hate the people who, when you say, excuse me, because you want to get past, and they say, okay, but they don't move. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, okay. They're like, what are they, yeah. what are they saying well, okay to? Yeah, okay, exactly. rub up against me right, right now? Yeah. yeah. Grocery stores in general are annoying, yeah. but you, pe- first you go in, somebody's backing into a space, and then you get in there, and they're taking up all this room. Yeah, blocking the aisle. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, okay, my next one will piggyback on this, though, yeah. because we're already in the grocery store. Yeah. It's when you're, like, checking out and the cashier is like, do you want to donate a dollar to this cause? That drives me insane. Oh, really? Yeah. Because like, it puts you on the spot. You have to say no. Publicly, you have to say no. You have to say, you publicly have to say no to, like, helping somebody Especially if the kids. with a disease. It's just like the kids. If it's for the kids. It's always it's like either a, kids, yeah. veterans, or cancer. Like, it's one of those. And sometimes yeah. it's, like, all three. It's, like, the child soldiers with cancer. Yeah. You know, do you want to help them? Yeah. So that doesn't bother me anymore. So I'm old enough. I don't care. So I, I, You I, just I, say no? Or no, a couple times I say, no, to hell with the kids. I'll just say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's your next one? Oh. Because uh, I think I only have... One left. Oh, this one, this might be fairly common. I don't know. This is really pissing me off just as a scientist. So this is, whenever it's cold out, as soon as there's a cold day, the people say, what happened to global warming? People say that or does the president say that? Well, the president said that. No, there are more than just the president who were stupid enough to say that. You never hear people say that like at work or whatever. I feel like sometimes I hear people say it, but they're joking. Like they understand. But I'm sure there's a certain amount of people that don't understand that, that are just like, well... It's cold, and therefore global warming isn't there, real. There are some, I guess so. I might retract this pee, but it's just so stupid. You're not the first like, person to tell me this. Sarah said the same thing. Yesterday. How many people, like, you're just, when you say that, you're just saying like you can't understand the concept of an average, <laughs> right? That's all. It's, it's an true. average temperature. It's not the temperature where you live. It's a global average temperature. Yeah. You know, it's not called Massachusetts warming. Right. right. And it's not local. Yeah, it's global warming. 
and it's climate change which is a global climate not things in your area so and climate change causes extreme temperature conditions highs higher highs and lower lows but on average the temperature of the earth has been going up year over year so my last one is uh business owners that put themselves in their ads like on a billboard or in a tv commercial or whatever like there's one on 93 north uh or south that I see all the time. They're a Quincy-based company. I'm not going to mention their name because I don't want to give them any more <laughs> free, advertising. free advertising. But they have their billboard. This is, And it drives me crazy because you're spending so much money on that billboard. A billboard in Boston costs, what, like $10,000 a month. I have no idea. It's not cheap. For it's sure. around that, yeah. I think. Okay? So you're spending this on this billboard. You have advertising agencies that could tell you how to best use that space how to attract the eye so the billboard that's up now and these guys always put themselves in their ads uh like it's a jewelry store so like one of their ads was like (laughs) you know who i'm talking about already so the one that they have up this year which drives me crazy if you're heading down 93 north you'll see it probably this month um it is three guys on the billboard I imagine they're the family owners, right? Yep. One guy on each side, and the guy in the middle is wearing a sweatshirt with their business name on it, printed across the back, and he's holding up his arms, or the other two guys are holding up his arms or whatever. So you can read the business name on the sweatshirt. But why are they in the ad at all? The entire billboard could be their business name. Yeah. Could be showing some product. It could be showing, yeah, uh, yeah a nice yeah. ring that they have, yeah. or uh, you know, a guy on one knee. Yeah, put something in people's or, minds. You know, best in Boston, the award yeah. or something. Whatever. Instead, yeah. they've got like a iPhone photo that they took at the beach, going like, "Look, we got sweatshirts." <laughs> uh, okay, so what's what's your last? My last you? one is kind of sort of ironic, I guess, because it's about complaining. Okay, you know, which we're and having, here we are. Here we are complaining about. It. So it's not quite pet peeves. Are not my pet peeves, but. Just this complaining culture that we've developed where people are constantly complaining about everything, you know, and even here, like in New England, we've had a very mild winter. We had yeah. it snowed twice, very little. It's been cold the past few days. It's been real cold. The past few days. Yeah. But December was very mild. Yeah, yeah. And then sure. like January, we had the first cold, first really cold day. And I'd gone to the gym, I worked out, and I went to Dunkin' Donuts afterwards. And a guy in line said, so like the waitress asked him something, and he said, ah, I'm ready for spring. I can't wait for spring. Can't get here fast enough. I was like, yeah. it's the first freaking cold day and you're already done with winter. It's like, it's January. We had one cold day and you're complaining. Yeah, about I it. agree. I saw all these people posting like, well, it was a long year, but January's over or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it hasn't been a hard it winter. Hasn't. It has not at all. Well, I feel like people love to complain. Oh, sure. It's like human nature. It is to human enjoy nature. But we've taken it too far, I think. I think we're taking it too far. Like, we're complaining all the time. What are we going to do instead? Give me a suggestion as to what to do with my time. There's plenty of good TV. Just go sit down and binge <laughs> watch something. That's true. I just watched um, Russian Doll. Russian Doll today. I, I watched the whole season either. today. Yeah. It's great. Really? Yeah. I've heard of good things about it. I, I wanted to watch, watch Groundhog it. Day, but it would have cost me three dollars to rent. So I just isn't there sort of a Groundhog theme to the Russian? Like she keeps reliving it's like the same. The real, yeah. yeah, reliving the same day. Yeah. But yeah, it looked really good. I like Natasha Leone. You gotta check it out. Yeah. It's good. 
Yeah. Well, anyways, those are all of our complaints. That's it. I like that you ended it with how you don't like complaining, though. Exactly. Or you don't like people. Too much complaining. complaining. Yeah. I don't mind complaining. Everybody likes to complain, like you said. But sure. We just can take it too far. You think as a culture, as we've a culture, gone we have too gone far. too far with the complaining, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, next up is the debate. Thanks for being my guest this no, week, Scott. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, we're going to get right to the debate. But first, I want to remind you that we have a show this Sunday night, February 10th, at the Comedy Studio in Somerville. Tickets are $10. You can get them on Eventbrite or the Comedy Studio website. Show starts at 8 p.m. Sunday night, and we're talking about love. So bring a date. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. This week, we are talking about pet peeves. So those little things that just drive you crazy, right? Uh, it could be people that talk uh, or chew with their mouth full, uh, chew with their mouth open, stuff like that. Uh, chew with your mouth full is normal, I think. <laughs> that you should do. When your mouth is full, please chew it. <laughs> Don't just like a pelican, like try and work it down <laughs> your throat. <laughs> Um, uh, could be things that people do in traffic. So there's categories you can see on the board here. One of them is audible, so things that you might hear, uh, maybe annoying questions that people ask you, maybe whistling or humming. Or uh, The other one is commute, so a lot of stuff on the train or on the highway in Boston. It could be annoying. People can be annoying on the train, so we got that one on there. Three is roommates. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever had an annoying roommate, but I'm divorced, so I had <laughs> at least one annoying roommate. And four is workplace. Obviously, sometimes you're at work. Maybe you're not in your best mood. Other people can get on your nerves. And the last one is wild card, so this could have to do with anything. Uh, so when you come up here, if you're going first, you'll get to decide which category you're going in. Okay. So, let's do it. Let's start it off, all right? Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Tyler Derniak and Nick Martucci. Tyler, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Nick, what category would you like? Let's go back to wild card. Okay, here we go. Your question is from Meg Connolly. She asks, worse texting sin, multiple texts for one thought, or when someone stops responding after you got back to them immediately? It's the multiple texts at once, because I don't always have my phone out a lot of the times I have my phone in my pocket, and if I'm feeling buzz, 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 I think it's an emergency. And when I pick up my phone and look down and says, hey, are you going out tonight? Fuck you, no, not anymore. I am now the person that's not gonna respond to you. You've sent me 50 texts to, to, to put through one question, and I, I will not abide by that. I... 
my least favorite part of any friendship is when they just, they don't respond immediately. We've gone through so much together and you're just breaking my heart. They don't understand how much social anxiety I have. <laughs> and you know what? Tons of great people constantly, like, will send a bunch of different texts for one thing. And those people are my grandma. <laughs> and I love my grandma. And she never waits to respond to me. <laughs> so that's, I, respond to your text, people. We know you have the phone on you. We see you're playing Candy Crush. Just do it. It doesn't take much time. It's a couple of taps. Time. You want to talk about social anxiety? You know a great way to deal with it? Is if somebody ghosts you. That is one less person you have to deal with. That's one less person that's going to send me 20 texts at midnight to ask me if I've seen the last episode of The Good Place. <laughs> I would rather everybody stop texting me. That is no longer any friendship I have to maintain. That is fun. That is relaxing. I don't need Time. any... But the best cure for social anxiety is a ton of text because then you just feel really loved. More messages means more love. <sighs> All right, just send the message immediately. Don't wait. You see it, you read it. It doesn't take a long time to say when you're going to meet at the place. Just respond. <sighs> time. Come on, people. <laughs> All right, I got to hand the win here to Nick Martucci. Okay, next up, everybody please welcome Rick Harkness and Matt MacArthur. Okay, Matt, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. And what category would you like? Uh, could I please do workplace? Sure thing. At work, what's worse? When someone at the urinal next to you wants to talk to you, or when you're in the stall and someone makes eye contact through the gap. Um, I actually, you know, when I heard the first option, I was like, there's no way something's worse than that. But then you said the second. And the second's definitely worse because if someone tries to talk to me at the stall, there's zero chance that I'm masturbating. Zero. <laughs> but the other option... You know, it's like I have a really lenient job, and if I want to take, like, a really long break, nobody asks questions. And, you know, sometimes the pri there's, like, a little private bathroom, but it's got the little, like, vacant and the occupied red-green thing. And it's always red because somebody else is always jerking off in there. <laughs> so, you know, when you get to a certain point in your life, you're like, oh, if there's a guy three feet away from me but there's a barrier, I can still masturbate while I can literally hear him shitting. <laughs> you guys know what that's like. You, you just fucking get there eventually. And uh, eye contact in some situations sexually is great. But in this particular situation, it isn't good. It kind of Time. kills the mood. 
before I defend my point, I just want to know what you're doing while you're sitting in the stall. Why are you looking and creeping through the cracks and everything? Are you looking to lock eyes with someone? Are you looking for love? Is that what that is? But I'm going to leave that alone. But I'm going to say the first one is the worst because we already know, besides sexual shit, besides even this question, every man in this room knows there's a fucking one fucking stall rule. If this nigga shows up at the next door right here, fuck sexual. This might be a serial killer or the next terrorist, my nigga. Like, yo, pay the fuck attention. Like, no, we don't do this. We don't do this. This is not cool. This is a red fucking flag. Fuck someone who chopped on the plane and he have an ID. Nah, this nigga clapped on this. He, he came to the next door. There's two over here. Really? Nah, my nigga. Like, nah, I don't like that shit. Nah, and, and then I work in corporate America. And you know how white people are sometimes. Like... <laughs> You guys are curious. You guys get curious. I just don't like it. That's all I'm saying. It's true. It's true. I am curious, too. I'll admit it. Um, but, see, the thing, a serial killer comes next to you and talks to you while you're taking a leak, sure. But a serial killer also stops and looks in the crack at somebody while they're <laughs> shitting long enough to actually make eye contact. You don't make eye contact. If you're walking by at the normal pace, there's no eye contact because it can't physically happen. You have to stop and get a little in there and be like, I see what you're doing. I see that, and I'm not disturbed by it. And I'm like, oh, shit, you really should be. And then they take the stall next to you and Time. try to talk. See, you fucked up there because you said it takes two people to make that a problem right now. It takes two serial killers because, well, number one, you're the one looking through the fucking crack. <laughs> you've been looking at your fucking phone like everyone else. Who don't look at their phone taking a shit? Come on. Sometimes I take a thing of the shit and I got to take a piss. I'm still looking at my phone. I'm going to stay there and let, take it five minutes and check a few statuses. But what I'm trying to say is it's a one per stall rule. If you fucking show up at the next stall, I'm calling Homeland Security. Time. All right, I got to hand the wind to Rick Harkness. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Laura Clark and Emily Mame Ford. Laura, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. First. Okay, and what category uh, would you I like? I would like uh, workplace, please. Workplace. Here we go. Matt MacArthur asks, more disgusting human at the office, the person that microwaves fish in the break room or the person that clips their toenails Ooh. at their desk? Okay, um, <laughs> fish in the break room because uh, smell permeates the whole area. It's a, a gas kind of takes the shape of its container, uh, whereas fingernails, a solid, only make the noise of clipping as well as mostly just be on that person's desk. So if you don't have to visit them at their desk, you might not even know they're clipping their toenails. Whereas the person who microwaves fish in the office, uh, in the break room, every, everyone knows about it uh, because uh, solid liquid gas. I heard you can get high off that. I tried it. Before I came, it's pretty good. Where else am I going to eat my fish at home? 
<laughs> My shoes smell like fish. You know, it's not going to be good. I am. That, yeah, no, that's like, that's what, I, that's what a serial killer would say. I don't, like, I don't know. Where else are they gonna clip their nails then? I don't know, like, uh, it's just, again, uh, toenails stay in a contained place. Uh, your fish uh, spreads to everyone. Not everyone wants to enjoy your fish, Emily. <laughs> Wow, that's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> I get it, it's fine. Talk about like serial killer shit, I'm from New Hampshire, like I'm probably a serial killer and like that, that comes with that. And also like I have a lot of people that would clip their toenails at their desk at my work and that's pretty annoying, you know, especially because I have a coworker that has a fan on his desk. That's just, that's just dangerous. Time. All right, I got to hand the win here to Emily Mame Ford. All right. Next up, please welcome Sean Rosa and Izzy DeRosa. Okay. Sean, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. Okay, Izzy, what category would you like? Uh, workplace is gone. So. Oh, that's fine. I will do roommates. Roommates. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Your question is from Zach Jones. He asks... You're watching something on TV, and halfway through, your roommate enters the room and starts asking questions about it. Do you tell them to shut up, or do you start lying about the plot to confuse them? I am going to lie about the plot to confuse them. Because then, when they go to work on Monday, and they ask someone to take their headphones out so they can make small talk, they have no idea what the fuck they are talking about. Um, I'm also probably really irritated because I'm going to have to watch it again, so I'll start to take guesses about what will happen and just kind of ruin the show for them. Now, that's just rude. That is... Listen, guys, um, I live with my mom... And sometimes she wants to do this weird thing, like be a part of my life. <laughs> and every once in a while, I'll watch some television and I gotta say, hey, mom, why don't you, why don't you shut it there? <laughs> why don't you, hey, hey. I don't, wa I don't wanna lie to my mom, I just wanna hurt her feelings. <laughs> uh, so, my mom is a West African immigrant, so if I tell her to shut up, it will not end well for me. So, so especially my mom, I'll probably, if my mom was the one coming in and trying to talk to me, I will probably lie to her, because that's also really fun, because she cannot follow any TV show. 
So I get to make up a whole story about every character, and then she'll tell me that any slightly black-looking one looks like me. Time. <laughs> My mom is a white woman from Randolph. If I tell her to shut up, I've never told her to shut up, but I know I could get away with it. <laughs> like, you know, that's better than lying. That's the truth. The truth is better than fiction. So don't lie. Just tell your moms to shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. This is a tough call here. A lot of good points on both sides, but I think I have to hand the win to Sean Rosa. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Ben Quick and Valley D. Okay, Ben, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Can I choose? Cool. No, first. I'll go first. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what category would you like? A uh, wild card. Great. Kay. Okay. Ben, your question is, okay. what's more annoying, toxic masculinity or overzealous feminism? Well, gee, Sean, I wonder which side of the room everyone in here is on. I can't possibly imagine this will go well for me, but fuck it, let's be a villain. How you guys doing? Listen, I'm sure she's gonna make a great point in a second, but I'm not gonna listen to it. I don't give a shit, okay? Because as far as I'm concerned, I can't be upset at something that doesn't exist. Toxic masculinity, not a thing. You're telling me one of the two genders is biologically driven to be terrible and the other one's an angel? That sounds like a stupid idea that only a small, dumb woman could come up with. That You want to cut off your dick and go ahead. You want every guy in the world to cut off their dick and renounce their manhood, and then you're wondering why they all want a contract to be signed and your pussy's still dry? Like, of course, of course we're not going to go for Of course, you, you, you neuter every person. Yeah, Lloyd's bringing a chair. Yeah, and it's exactly what I'm talking about. Time. First of all, hashtag respect the ladies. Uh, second of all, you didn't choose either argument. Um, but I think that might be because you're in pain. Because did you cut your own dick off? Is that, did you mention that? in your? You if toxic masculinity doesn't exist, um, I don't, do you believe in masculinity at all? Um, so yeah, all of it is toxic, and um, if not for toxic masculinity, this is my only salient point, there would not be any feminism. That's the only reason we have it, is so that we can be equal. Um, but, like, I don't need to be equal to Ben, you know what I mean? It's, I'm okay, I'm chill, I'm good. Listen. The extent to which I am a toxic human being is mostly directed inward at myself and at my Facebook. Uh, a lot of real bad arguing because as far as I'm concerned, at least then I'll have something to say to people. Uh, 
Here's the thing. Toxic masculinity is an excuse for people who don't like that people with confidence get things, all right? <laughs> if ladies want toxic masculinity to go away, they should stop sleeping with masculine men. But until that stops working for us, we're gonna keep being douchebags. Ben, that's, that's such a good point. Um, also, you and I have talked to, we know each other pretty well. Um, I don't think you've slept with anyone in a while. <laughs> but, uh, respectfully, you know. <laughs> Thank you. Time. I gotta pick somebody here. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna hand the win here to clearly the man, Ben Quick. Next up, our winner from the gauntlet round and our uh, first place person. So everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow and Joe Buckley. Hey, buddy. Bill, do you want to go first or second? Go second, please. Okay. Um, Joe, what category would you like? Go with uh, commute. We still got that available. Commute, yes. Okay. Commute. Your question is from Nick Martucci. He asks, "Which is worse, the driver who cuts in front of you without signaling, or the driver in front of you who keeps their blinker on but never turns?" Which Which one do you want me to do, Bill? <laughs> what? I don't know yet. Um, I'll go with it's way worse to keep the blinker on and never, because the, inside the car the entire time it's going click, 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 click. And in my head when I'm behind you I'm going, don't they fucking hear that? Like it's click, <laughs> click, click, click. And I'm making the sound of my noise. So not only am I hearing their blinking sound, I'm hearing their dashboard, they can't figure the shit out. And if you cut in front of me, or whatever, dude, you earned it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. <laughs> if I left that much space, that's on me. <laughs> so I like people to cut in front of me? Is that what I want? I didn't listen to the second half. You don't, you don't like people. I, you hate I do. When people I don't cut like you it. Off. I don't, I, truthfully, I don't care for it. But what am I arguing here? Like, in real life, that's what I'm actually arguing? I'll stick with that. Oh, no, I hate the blinker. My blinker uh, in my car right now. No, listen, sometimes it blinks too fast and it gives me crazy anxiety. It's probably, it's probably just a fuse, but I'm never gonna find out because 
Like, I'm not going to do anything about it. I'd prefer people to pull in front of me. Like, all the time. I got pretty good insurance on the thing. I mean, yeah, there's a deductible. Where are you going? I wanted it. I wanted it. What am I arguing? I know what people are doing. Hey, guys, that's the merch table. Can you tell? Can you tell that that's the table that he sells shirts at? That table right there with a the fucking cardboard box on it? Does anybody Time. know? Nobody knows. Pass, pass, Bill. 30 seconds. Go again. <laughs> Keep proving my point. <laughs> We're done, right? <laughs> You're arguing his side. I uh, that's what I'm asking. What? <laughs> Where are you going? If I'm arguing the wrong side, I lose. Get the fuck back up here and take your victory like a goddamn man. <laughs> Is it my turn or is it his turn? You have five seconds left. But is this my rebuttal? Yeah. What was... Time. All right, I got to hand the win here to Joe Buckley. None of this made sense. I don't know where you... Seriously, though, that's a merchandise table. If you go to fucking a show, you know what that is. Okay. Yeah, but people don't want to argue with Joe. What is it? They just argue his point for him. Thanks, Bill. Okay. Um, here we go. Round two. Everybody, please welcome Nick Martucci and Ethan Diamond. All right. Ethan, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first, Sean. Okay. And what category would you Three like? roommates. Okay. You've... That's right. <laughs> okay. Your question is, uh, which of these is more annoying? A roommate that leaves their socks on the couch or a roommate that sleeps with your girlfriend? <laughs> a roommate that sleeps with your girlfriend. I don't give a shit about socks. <laughs> or frankly, the couch. The couch is an outdated mode of furniture. <laughs> the couch is, is a staple of, of the platonic family environment from the 50s when everyone married a man and a woman and sat in front of the TV and the TV was the hearth and the TV played Netflix. I watch Netflix on my phone from the toilet <laughs> where there's no socks. <laughs> When we agreed to sign this lease, we agreed to split everything. <laughs> that means the couch is both of ours and I want your socks off of them. My girlfriend, if she's getting satisfied, I'm happy. She deserves the best. And if the best is you, great. If the best is me, great. We'll take shifts, we'll take weekends. Your definition of splitting everything is super fucked. We're, if we're splitting the couch, that means neither of our socks should be on the fucking couch. <laughs> if we're sharing the living room, there should be a like an agreement. Like, 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 I get to fuck your girlfriend on the couch, sock free, Monday through Wednesday. <laughs> you can fuck your sock free. Time. 
This is what I'm saying. You don't leave your socks on the couch. I won't leave my socks on the couch. We're both not terrible. If we're splitting up the girlfriend, then fine. We're both okay people. Just put your fucking socks away. It's all I ask. <laughs> all right. I got to hand the win here to Nick Martucci. Hey. Okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Joe Buckley and Ben Quick. Okay, Ben, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay, do you want... Uh, Joe, do you want Audible or Commute? Uh, let's go with Audible. Okay. Thanks, Bill. All right, Joe, your question is from Zach Jones. He asks, someone referred to a snake as poisonous when they clearly meant venomous. Do you correct them and explain the difference or just let that slide? I let that slide because I'm not a fucking dickhead. Like... Poisonous, venomous, no one's gonna know anyway. You guys know those snakes that are like orange, black, and white, and they're poisonous? And they also look like one that's exactly not poisonous, but you just stay away from both? It's that scenario. It's like, who gives a fuck? S snakes are terrible anyway. I'm not coming near any of them. And uh, yeah, yeah, don't be a, don't be a, a know-it-all, like Ben Quick over here. I mean, I'm correcting them, all right? Because uh, odds are I am going to spend the time to focus on that, and then they're going to be mad at me as that snake bites them anyways, and then they'll die mad and dumb. And uh, that's, that's how I feel about it. Also, you gotta, you got to know your snakes. It's very clearly my opponent doesn't know the difference between poisonous and venomous because he's an idiot because he thinks that the same color scheme is sometimes poisonous, sometimes not. It's red on yellow, you're a dead fellow. Red on black, you're okay, Jack. All right? So there's different colors, and if you knew that, you'd also know there's between venomous and poisonous. So you are a fucking idiot, Joe, and you're right, I know it all, but that's because I know it all, so fuck you. <laughs> You look like you own a pet snake. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Well, here we go. Um, I think I got to hand the win here to Ben Quick. All right, and now for our final debate of the evening. Everybody, please welcome Emily Mame Ford and Ted Pettingal. Ted, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. Okay. Emily, your question is from Sean Clark. He asks, uh, this is a commute question, so this is about being on the train. Uh, he asks, who is worse, the person on the train having a very loud phone conversation 
or the person on the train listening to music with no headphones? Oh, that's such an easy question. I'm going to say the one that's worse is probably... I'm going to say the one that's better is the one that's having a loud conversation. Because a lot of the time on my train ride home, you know, like I do, and like I just need someone to be talking back when I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I find that like the best thing to do on the train is just be crazier than everybody else. You know, but like at least it won't be as lonely as like when my dad didn't cook me dinner. <laughs> if like someone responds to what I'm saying to myself on the train. Yeah. Yeah. And fuck music, you know? I don't even listen. Fuck it. I hate I hate anything musical. Chairs? Fuck them. <laughs> Who even sits? Just so we're clear, you're saying that the phone is better, listening to music out loud is worse. So I'm defending the opposite of that. Yes. Guys, it's Black History Month, and, <laughs> and if they want to listen to their music as loud as they want, I mean, is that a stereotype? Um, I'm fine with it. Uh, I'm, I mean, who's talking on their phone? White businessmen making deals to keep white supremacy going. S calling their congressmen, making sure redlining still happens. I don't want to hear them talking about that on the phone. I want to hear somebody with a big old boombox playing Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> Time. Mm, you know, I don't, I'm not like racist as to who I listen to their conversations. I don't know why it would be. I'm going to listen to all colors of conversation like a good person. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like fuck all music. I just don't like the thing, the, the music. I don't. I just don't listen ever. I just sit in complete silence, unless someone's talking to me via their phone conversation. Time. Yeah, I don't know. Got weird there. You heard her. She said, fuck all music. That includes jazz, <laughs> the blues, hip-hop, America's greatest gifts to the world. <laughs> one love, y'all, one love. All right. Well, I I can't I can't um, I can't call Ted the winner here because I need you guys to vote on it. So oh, go into the, yeah, that's right. You didn't think about getting the the audience on your side. Uh, if you go on Facebook, go into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group, and you can vote on uh, which one of these fine. Uh, <laughs> now you should be able to vote. If you go into the Pick Aside Stupid group on Facebook, click on the top link. That will be a poll that you can vote on. Got it. Joel, you got it? Got it. Okay. Okay. Everybody's good now? Yes? 
All right. I'm going to close the poll. The winner tonight is Ted Pettingale. Oh, no. <laughs> well, thank you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say the numbers? All right. I apologize, Bill. Oh, yeah, a couple weeks ago, Bill lost 30 to 2 to Laura Clark. She annihilated him. You guys should listen to that episode. All right. Hey, uh, any last words, Ted? I got nothing to add. Okay, great. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here tonight. This has been a lot of fun. Check out the podcast. It's called Pick a Side, Stupid. Come back next week. We'll be doing another show next week about vampires. So come back and check out our vampire show next week here, 7 p.m. Good night, everybody. That was Pick a Side, Stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Hey, friends, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. Congrats to Ted Pettingill on winning this week. Thanks to everybody that performed. And thanks to Matt Bedell for the artwork. You can find him on Instagram at Bedell was already taken. Friday, we'll be back at Maggie's Lounge with more debates. Sunday, we'll be at the Comedy Studio, 8 p.m., February 10th, talking about love. So come out, bring a date. Tickets are 10 bucks. Come alone if you want to make fun of people that are on dates. We're going to have a lot of fun. So come out Sunday night, February 10th, 8 p.m., Comedy Studio, Somerville. And if you want to leave a rating or review for the show, that would be excellent. We're still trying to grow. We are still a fledgling podcast, so you want to help us out in that way we would really appreciate it hope to see you out at a live show soon